Boom! There it is, ladies and gents. Real estate agents calling all of y'all in a changing market who want to take their business to the next level. This episode is for you. Let's jump into it. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. Is your business in need of customers? Then you found the right show. Hernan Cias is the business bro, and he makes getting customers fun and easy. Watch, listen, and learn as each episode is designed to sell. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Bros. Yeah, let's <laughs> drop some fire, ladies and gents. This is your friendly reminder to like, share, and subscribe because every time you do, you help an entrepreneur find a customer and a customer find a solution to their problem. All right, ladies and gents, in San Diego alone, there are over 20,000 real estate agents and 10% of those agents do 90% of the transaction. Why is that? Today's guest is coming back to the show for a second time to teach real estate agents how to become one of those top producers. Now, it's not magic and there's no secret to being a successful agent. It comes down to the fundamentals. And our guest has been in real estate since 1999. By 2006, he was doing over 400,000 in commissions with his team per month before losing it all and having to start over again. Now he's rebuilt his reputation and found his calling as a real estate coach with Club Wealth. And he's been coaching agents since 2015. Let's find out what it takes to be successful in real estate agent as we welcome to the show, Michael Hellickson. All right, Michael, let's do this thing, man. Welcome aboard. I'm loving it, man. Let's go. Let's do this, brother. Let's do this, man. All right, dude. Uh, look, 400,000 in commissions per month. That is a dream of a lot of real estate agents. Now, hell, prices have been going up, so commissions have been getting a lot better as we move along, but things are changing, man. And a lot of agents are they haven't been in the game long enough to even know what a changing market looks like. You've been in here for a while. Tell me about you know your background, a little bit of these up and down markets that you've been through. Welcome to the show. Well, I appreciate it, man. Let's let's first talk about you know four hundred thousand dollars back then. That was a lot of money, right? Like that was more like you know let's call it nine hundred or a million a month right now, yeah. uh, in terms of you know the the way the market is growing, the way commissions are growing, all that good stuff. So that was a good chunk of change. Well, how do you get there? Well, I got there by starting when I was eighteen years old. I was a child when I got into this business. I was still in high school. Uh, I literally got all my credits early, so I didn't have to go to school second semester. Started selling real estate, was the top agent in my office before I graduated high school. It sounds really cool, but it just means that I was less broke than the rest of the agents in the office. <laughs> so I was working 100 hours a week, sleeping under my desk three nights a week. I'm not even kidding you uh, because I didn't know better, right? I didn't know how to do it. And uh, what's interesting is my son today is 20 years old and he is literally eight years ahead of me in terms of production. So he's, he's, he's where I was eight years into my career. So he's in his fifth month. That kid closed $154,000 this month, this wow. month that I'm telling you. And that's kid, And that's to him. That's after school. Right. Absolutely. So I'm sharing that because I want you guys to know that look, look, it's not, it's not that there's some secret sauce. It's not that there's, you know, some magic pill or anything like that. It's look, number one, it's hard work. You know, yeah, it really helps to have some guidance and to know kind of what direction to channel my energy and exactly what things should I do. But at the end of the day, it's still work. You still got to get off your butt to make a buck. You got to get out there. You got to work your tail off. And when you do that it, with the right with, with the right system in place, with the right the, the right game plan, the right strategy, 
guess what? All of a sudden now it all comes together and you can make ridiculous money in this business. And by the way, with this market changing and her, I know you were talking about, you know, what about this market changing? What's going on with that? And what do to us? Here's what it's going to do. It's going to eliminate the weak freaking agents. Bye-bye kiddos. Bye snowflake. Take a hike cupcake. You're out of here. Why? Because the big agents, the top agents, they're going to take over. And let me tell you who especially is going to take over last year, 2021. The top 10%, check this out, the top 10% of all teams in the country did 51% of all the business in the country. Top, just the Ooh. top 10% of teams. That's, That's huge. Insanity. That's, That's insane. Huge. Okay, okay. Uh, right, but let's, let's, just, let's just face the nitty-gritty, okay? So the top 10%, it's always awesome when you talk about the top 10%, but... How do we get there, right? So somebody gets their new, like, like, dude, I got high school graduating seniors right now. They're about to graduate trying to figure out what they're going to do. Some of them said they're going to go get their, their real estate license. Some of them may end up like Sam, longtime listener here, just getting into the business. By the way, he loved your cupcake comment. What right? up, Sam? <laughs> dude. But now, okay, they just get their license and they have this idea like, okay, cool. I got my license. The whole world is going to come to me. And then, you know, six months down the road, they realize, oh, the shit, this is actually harder than I thought yeah. it was going to be. So what are the fundamental things that they need to do? What are some of those basic, practical, tactical things that they can do to get off on the right foot? Okay, here's the reality. The reality is there's an easy way and there's a hard way. You need to t follow the advice of Bruce Lee, right? Y'all remember Bruce Lee. And if you don't remember him, you should look him up. He's a stud. But Bruce Lee says he's like water. He always takes the path of least resistance. And that's what you should do too. So what's the path of least resistance? All right, I'm going to talk to Sam for a minute. Sam, you're brand new, 18 years old. Guess what you need to do? You need to find yourself a world-class team. Go join that team. Do whatever that team leader says. And what you do is you go to that team leader and you say, hey, look, I'm telling you right now, I don't know nothing. I am brand new in this business. I've got a real estate license. I've got an attitude and I am going to work my arse off. I will work harder than anybody on your team. Hand me a phone. Tell me who to call. Tell me exactly what to do. I will make you money. That's all you got to do. And then the team leader is, if it's the right team leader, they're going to set you on a path. They're going to show you exactly who to call, what to say, how to handle them when you get a hold of them, how to handle them on the appointment, how to do every single thing. They're going to provide you the support, the systems, the tools, the training, everything you need to be highly successful. Uh, and I'll tell you what, you should have your first closing, not in six to 12 months, like most new agents that are just solo agents, but you should be able to get your first clothing, excuse me, closing, <laughs> clothing. Whoa. You're not doing it naked. Just That's saying. a different show. Yeah. It's a whole different, we'll, we'll do that episode another time, but you should be able to get your first closing within two to three months. I'll tell you what, on, on Austin's team, average age of the, of the youth, of the, of the people on Austin's team is 21 years old. Average. Mm. That's their average. Their youngest team member is 18 years old. Every single person on that team is at their first closing in their first two months. Why? Because they joined a team that was aggressive. They're aggressively helping each other with the process. They're very aggressive with the process. They're not aggressive with people and they freaking crush it. And you can too. You just got inside. Wait, Arco, so what's the difference then between a highly producing team and a brokerage, right? I mean, they're ah. new to this game, right? So, you know, just because, you know, there's a KW, great brokerage, right? There's sure. a Remax, great brokerage, EXP, sure. great brokerage. Yeah. But what's the difference between that and a team? Okay, so let's start with this. No matter where you hang your license, you have to be with a brokerage. You're going to have to have a brokerage. The difference is at every brokerage, there's different kinds of teams. Now, the reality is not all teams are created equal. You need to be on a team that is focused on high producers. Now, here's what I mean by that. 
there's a guy named Jim Rohn, a famous philosopher. Hernan, you know who Jim is. Jim yep. is one of my favorite mentors, great guy. What Jim talks about, he says, don't join an easy crowd. You won't grow. Go where the expectations to perform and the demands are high, right? And yep. so what, what that means is you need to join a team that has high expectations, high accountability. They require you to hit certain numbers on a daily, weekly, monthly basis in order to even be on the team. That's where you want to be. Don't go to that snowflake or Sam's favorite cupcake team, right? You want to be a freaking cupcake? Great. Go to a team that has no standards. Go to a team that says, Oh, look, we just we just want you to be nice to people and take great care of people. And we just we just want to be friendly. Right? Like that's a great way to go freaking broke. Mother Teresa would have been a crappy real estate agent. Why? Because as great as her service would have been, you've got to have freaking clients to serve. And your people don't have freaking uh, lep leprosy. Your people <laughs> are looking for someone awesome. And especially now as we come into a market where they're going to be a lot pickier about who they select. You better be on a team that has all the systems, tools, technology, support, staff, leads, everything, because your broker ain't going to provide that. Your broker is not giving you all the things the team will give you. Why? Because they can't afford to, because you don't pay your broker enough. And that's why when you're on a team, you're going to be on a 50-50 split or maybe even less. Watch this. My son, he gets 20% of every commission dollar he brings in, 20%. That's all he gets. And yet to him, his 20% was $154,000 this month, this month. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about that, the splits, right? Yeah. The splits. Because everybody's going to always sell you on 100% commission, 80-20 splits, whatever it is. But think back to college, right? And I have this beef with college today because I think it's overly priced for the education that you're getting. Amen. However, the thing about college that's different from what you're describing is I got to pay for my education before I get my degree and then I start to earn. What you're yep. describing is a 50-50 split. The way you got to think of it is this is just the cost of your education, but you're getting paid to learn. You're earning and learning at the same time. And that's a big difference. So when you're taking the split, what should I be looking for in a team or in a brokerage? You want to look for a team with a track record for success. So I don't care what the splits are. The splits don't matter. It doesn't matter if you're on 100%, 90%, 60%, 50%, 20%. It doesn't matter what the split to you is. What matters is how much you're going to make at the end of the year if you do everything they tell you to do. And they need to be able to show you evidence that that's the case. They need to show you how they get people there. What's the, what's the evidence that I have a good shot of getting there if I do everything you tell me to do? That's the key. There's all this malarkey about, and I'm with you there on this whole college thing. I mean, come on. While my friends were out earning or, or out, uh, in, uh, you know, uh, Incurring. acquiring, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands, even over a million dollars. Some of my buddies that went into med school and all this stuff, they came out of college with over a million dollars in debt. Mm. All the while, I was making millions of dollars. What do you prefer? I mean, come on. It doesn't make any sense. And by the way, my kids... I got a 20, my 20 year old son is in real estate. My 21 year old daughter's in mortgage. And guess what? Those kids are making six figure incomes while their friends are out spending six figures to go to college. And guess what? I told my kids, I said, there's only one reason why you would ever go to college. Well, two reasons. One is if your profession that you choose, which my kids didn't, but if your profession that you choose requires it, like being a doctor, being a lawyer, something like that, or two, to find a spouse. Other than that, <laughs> there's no reason to go to college. I see no benefit in it today. You know, no, I, I got a lot of good degrees working for me. I got a whole lot of people with college degrees working for me for wages, right? What would you rather do? Would you rather earn wages or commissions? And I got news for you. If you're earning wages, you got handcuffs on. You are, you are absolutely in indentured servitude if you have 
wages. What you want is commissions. You want upside potential. You want unlimited income potential. And the only way you get that is either by owning a company or by being commission-based. That's it. Michael, Michael, I, I'm, I, I don't want to be that car salesman. Like I, I, sales has never really been my thing. I'm, I, I don't like really picking up the phone and cold calling. Can I still be a real estate agent? Well, you could certainly have a real estate license and be an assistant to an agent. And you could be on wages, but you're you're not going to be super successful as an agent if you don't learn to talk to people. Look, if you can't talk to people in real estate, then you might as well. You're, you're going to be talking to somebody one way or the other. Let me tell you the script you need to memorize. Grab this. Grab a pen. You guys need to write this down. For those of you that are afraid to talk to people, you're going to have to talk to people anyway. Write this script down. It's easy. Would you like fries with that? Mm. I mean, that's the script you're going to be memorizing. I'm telling you right now, because at the end of the day, if you want to sell real estate, it's a voice to voice, face to face business. You're going to have to get to know people. You're going to have to get talking to people. Now, does that mean you have to pound the cold calls every day and call FISBOs and expires on it? No, it doesn't. I will tell you that especially early in your career, you have a better chance of getting your career off the ground. If in the first couple of years, you're willing to do some of those things, it will certainly make it a lot easier, but it's not by any means a requirement. I didn't make a cold call, a FISBO or an expired call for the last 15 years. I sold real estate and, and look at how well we did, but yeah. you've got to be willing to put the work in you can watch this. It's funny. I was just watching a Robert Kiyosaki video just moments ago. In fact, just before we jumped on and, and Robert talks about the difference between doing what, what you're passionate about and what your purpose is. Now I want you to think about this. If you want to make money selling real estate, you're going to have to stop worrying about what you're passionate about because what you're passionate about doesn't matter. The mm. world doesn't pay you for what you're passionate about. The world pays you for what you accomplish. So if you want to start making some real money, you better get real comfortable with doing some things you don't want to do, especially in the first five years. If you can do for the first five years what nobody else is willing or able to do, you'll be able to do the rest of your life what nobody else can. But you got to get past that first five years. And until you do, you haven't earned it. And you're going to get the reward that you deserve. If you don't reap, you won't sow. That is so true. That is so true. I mean, and, and by the way, Kiyosaki is amazing. Uh, the last couple of weeks oh, yeah. of, of school, I teach I teach high school seniors. And the, that's what we do the last couple the last couple of weeks is we play cash flow the board game. And it's oh, so it. amazing yeah. for those 17-year-old kids to start to put together a, a, an income statement, to start looking at deals and saying, oh, that's what a return on investment is. Oh, that's what cash flow is. And then start to take that knowledge and apply it in real life. I mean, that's, you know, by the way, on, on, a, on a second note, skinny agents, or what is it, what's this thing? Secret agents have skinny kids, right? Secret agents that they're the ones who don't say anything. They don't talk about who they are. They don't talk about what they do. They keep it to themselves, hoping that people will come to them. And then they wonder why they have no deals. All right, let's move into... A changing market. Um, yes. When an agent has been so comfortable in this seller's market where you can go in and list the property and say, you know what, the hell with everything else. This is the price. Take it or leave it or walk away, get multiple offers. It's almost like order taking. We're switching where buyers need to be a little more qualified, where buyers are needing to come in uh, and, and ask for a request for repairs. There's a, a little bit of a shift. What should agents be focusing on today as things begin to shift in this market? Write these three words down. Don't be weak. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm so sick and tired of freaking weak freaking agents. These cupcakes out there that want to say, oh, you know, I'm just going to be an order taker. And, oh, you've got to do exactly what the seller wants to do. And, oh, the seller said they're only going to pay me this percentage and blah, blah. None of that freaking matters. Dude, let me just tell you right now. 
my kid gets almost double the commission that most 40, 50, 60 year old real estate gets on his side. I'm not going to tell you the amount, but I'm going to tell you that he gets almost double the commission. Why? Because he's got a backbone. And I'm mm. telling you that these agents out there that have no idea how to function in a market where sellers can't make all the rules and dictate exactly what's going to happen, they got a rude awakening coming. Because I got to tell you, you're going to have to learn to freaking negotiate. You're going to have to learn to work. You're going to have to learn to watch this. Call me crazy. You're going to have to learn to return phone calls. You're going to have to learn to text people back. You're going to have to learn to respond and be responsive on the weekend, on the evenings. Oh, my gosh. I'm a listing agent, Michael. I shouldn't have to do that. Listen, you're going to have to. I got news for you. Because if you don't, you're not going to get your seller's house sold. Why? Because buyers are going to have lots more options than ever before. We've already seen it. Look at San Diego last month alone. San Diego inventory up 36%. Demand down um, down 6% in 30 days. Just yep. in 30 days. Yep. Vegas, same thing. Arizona, Phoenix, same thing. Phoenix, I think, was up 26% in inventory, down 2% in demand. I'm telling you guys, it's going, it's crazy right now. It's crazy. Now, and we got we got a couple more interest rate hikes scheduled for the rest of this year. Right. So it's not getting any better. We're we're entering a shift. We're in the shift. And here's the thing: here's the reality. Everybody asks, well, Michael, what should I do if the market is shifting? How about this? First of all, you can't control whether or not the market shifts. So it really doesn't matter if it does or doesn't. It really doesn't matter if it goes up, if it goes down, if it stays the same. Nothing, none of that freaking matters. You know what matters? You, you and your work ethic. That's what matters. You want to make more money, get out of your comfort zone, start working your butt off, spend the five years it takes to really build a fortune and then go have a great life. But right now, you know, these people that talk about balance, I love these agents that are like, oh, well, I'll return the call on Monday because it's Saturday and I'm off on Saturday. Well, good for you because you know what? You're going to have all the Saturdays and every other day of the week off pretty soon because you're going to be out of freaking business. Mm -hmm. Stop being a loser. All right. And look, I'm not saying everybody out there that does that is a loser. What I'm simply saying is if you don't want to be a loser, you better do what it takes to win. And winners pay the freaking price. Winners work their butts off. Winners have a schedule that they stick to. And when they show up in the office, they're not sitting there talking to their buddies. They're on the freaking phone. They're making things happen every single day at the same time. Watch this. I bet I, I would love to see from your average year, whoever's watching this right now, type into your chat. What time do you show up at the office every morning? Mm. I can you know, tell you right now who's going to be successful on this call. Tell me what time you show up and I'll tell you what next year is going to look like for you. You mean you mean the type of person that shows up, you know, those last six weeks of the year, and then all of a sudden, look at seven thirty. All of a sudden, you show up at, 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 at it's Thanksgiving week, and the parking lot is empty, and you're the only one. Or it's a couple weeks before the end of the year, and yours is the only car in the parking lot. You mean that agent? That's right. That's exactly what I'm talking about. You know, it doesn't surprise me that Sammer is the one. He's the only person that put a number in there. Why? Because everybody else would have to put in freaking crack at noon. But Sammer's <laughs> like, no, I'm at 730, man. I get my butt up. I'm there. Look, my daughter, first thing every morning, she's there 550 every single morning. 550 in the morning. She's at the office. My son, 6 to 610 every single morning. Every single morning. 730. Awesome. Good for you, Sammer. Keep that up. You want to make more money? Start coming in a half hour earlier. Get on your calls by eight o'clock. Stay on your calls till noon. Don't accept any interruptions until afternoon. Then go on appointments from noon on. Settle for nothing less than a minimum of two to three appointments every single day. Do not stop making phone calls. Do not stop reaching out to people until you've got your two to three appointments a day. Now, as you do that, you can start building a war chest. As you build your war chest, you can go out and you can start building a team, right? 
And now you can start getting some serious leverage or you can go out and you can start paying for some extra marketing and start getting even better leads come in. Dude, there's so many ways to do this. How about this? If you're a buyer agent on a team, how many buy, how many open houses have you held in the last 30 days? Mm. Right? I mean, think about that. It cracks me up these agents that want to whine and complain about, oh, I'm not making any money or I'm not making as much as I want to, blah, blah, blah. And when's the last time they held an open house? Never. Look, if you're going to make phone calls anyway, you might as well do it from somebody's freaking house that you're holding open. Get some signs out there. Get going. Dude, we had a, one of our agents, or one of, I say ours, one of Austin's agents um, on his team here held an open house last week. He's got a $2 million pre-approved buyer he's working with now. He's going to not only sell them something, but Austin's going to sell their house. I mean, that's for an open house, guys. Yeah. Yeah. And, and qualified buyers today are becoming money, ladies and gentlemen. That's the harder thing to come by because the money's a little more expensive. The criteria is a little more, uh, you know, like having a buyer ready to go. So valuable as the market is shifting. You want to know who's gold right now, Hernan? Who's gold? VA buyers. VA mm. buyers right now. Because everybody's been pissing and moaning about VA buyers and didn't want to take their offers and didn't want to take their offers. So there's all these pent up VA buyers out there that haven't been able to buy because they kept getting outbid on these houses because nobody wanted to take that VA deal. Well, guess what? Now you got all these people that haven't been able to buy, still want to buy, and they got zero down. They're ready to go. They don't need any money down. They can go with their zero down VA loan or the DD214, game over. And we are here in San Diego, ladies and gents. Lots Dude. of military people out there. Yeah. All right, let's talk social real quick. Uh, I've been seeing you step on stages for a while. You've been putting out content like crazy. How important is it for an agent to get their face out on social media? It depends. You know, this is, watch this. Everybody's going to give me pushback on this because everybody <laughs> wants to make money on social media. Everybody wants to be able to post something and make a million bucks. Listen, Cupcake, that isn't going to happen. I got news for you, butterflies. That's not reality. Reality is the work comes first. The social media, that's all good and fine. And if you do enough of that over a long enough period of time, yes, it works very, very well. But you have to do a boatload of it for a very long period of time before you start making any money on it. That, that's, that's like farming a neighborhood, all right? That's one to two years out before that really starts paying off for you. In the meantime, you got to put food on the table. In the meantime, you got to make those calls, hold those open houses, do all the other things. And there's there's over 2,000 lead sources in real estate today. Figure it out. We can give you a ton of them, but at the end of the day, you still got to make the phone calls. You still got to talk to these people, set an appointment, go out there. This is the thing that cracks me up. People are would love to be able to just stay home and social media all day long and think they're going to make a bunch of money. But you know what they won't do? They won't make a couple hours of phone call, not even to their sphere of influence. They won't literally call leads back. I could say, here's 500 really good leads. Go call those leads. They'll call one or two leads the first time they get to know, you know what they do, or the first time somebody tells them to F off or you're a loser or whatever, guess what they do? I give up. Yeah. Done. They're weak. They go home and they cry to mama, right? Oh, I just don't know if real estate's for me. God, go away. Like, you don't belong here. Those guys are going to be out of this business very soon. This Look, this market, the big teams really expand in markets like what we're about to encounter. That's when mm. big teams really, really do well. Well, let me ask you this. Um, it, we're entering into you know foreclosure moratoriums. I've been lifted. Rent moratoriums have been lifted. You have landlords that are finally able to either collect rent or get people out, moving out, or are in so far default that they're struggling to get back on track. You're going to see foreclosures coming on. Um, tell me a little bit about BPOs. Tell me a little about, about foreclosure market coming around the corner. You've seen them before. Is this something we should be prepared for? 
Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, you're talking to a guy that's got that, that literally wrote the, the, the world-class by, uh, excuse me, uh, short sale course, a certification course and the REO certification course. So yeah, I think you need to get prepared. Uh, yeah, I think you need to learn about it. Uh, but I'll, I'll tell you this, Here, here's what cracks me up. There are so many people out there that are going to tell you, oh, there's not going to be any REOs. Oh, there's not going to be any short sales because, you know, everybody's got equity now. And, you know, and, and truth be told, one of my one of my very good friends is uh, that it runs all of default for Fannie and and uh, handles all their short sales, all their REOs. Great guy. And uh, and we talk about this kind of stuff all the time. And I can tell you that, yes, that's correct. This year, there really haven't been much in the way of foreclosures and everybody that's been foreclosed on or practically everybody's had equity in their properties. And so the banks and are, are generally foreclosing on these things. They're they're fixing them up and they're flipping them and they're, the banks are making huge profits on these currently. Now, there's still people that are in default. There's always going to be, right? There's always going to be people that lose their job, get a divorce, whatever, decide they don't want to pay for it, whatever. That said, as the market shifts and as demand changes and as prices level off and even in some markets decline a little bit, it may not be like 2008. We don't know. It could be it could be less severe. It could be more severe. Nobody knows. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay. We can't control that. But what we do need to do is educate ourselves and know how to handle foreclosures when they come up. Know how to handle a short sale when it comes up because you're going to see those things again. We're seeing we've had, we had, Austin had three listings already this year that were short sales. Hmm. We I mean we, for REO right? Look at REO. What about foreclosures right? So you look at USDA. USDA has got between five and ten thousand uh, foreclosures they're putting out here just with Dawson's Asset Management just in the next twenty four months. Uh, and 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 a lot of these people have missed their payments for the last seven years. Now, again, they're just now getting around to foreclosing on people that have not made a payment for seven years. So do they have equity? Sure, in a lot of cases. But guess what? They're still in foreclosure and they're still going to take those houses back. And when they put them on the market, a lot of times they're putting them on the market at very low prices. Right. They're putting them on at what the USDA is putting them on at what they foreclosed on them at, uh, which, by the way, for investors makes for a very good opportunity. The downside is, generally speaking, in most markets, they're only taking owner occupied uh, offers or first. Um, anyway, that being said, REO and short sales will represent a great opportunity. Uh, it's probably not going to be like 2007, 2008 anytime soon. Uh, but I do believe that it's a, uh, it's a niche that let's back up. If I'm Sammer and Sam, and, I'm, and I think if I remember right, Sammer, you're the 18 year old that's been in the business. Uh, just- Sam's actually a bit older, but, uh, but he's on here. He's on here. Okay. Well, let's, let's, let's start with this. If, if you're not already doing at least 50 transactions a year, REO is probably not for you. Short sales, however, are. You should be looking heavily into short sales because they're going to come back. There's going to be a lot of first uh, first payment defaults, a lot of, you know, I bought my house in the last two years. And, you know, by the time I sell it and pay the cost of selling and I haven't made a payment for a year, so I've got those arrears, plus I got late fees penalties, I'm upside down. Even if I had 14, 15% appreciation in my market, I'm still upside down at that point. Um, and so, yeah, those are coming back. And, it, and people are going to be surprised by it. Yeah, yeah. Education is key, right? No, I'm not college, but it doesn't mean I knock education. Education is absolutely valuable and you should never stop educating yourselves and, and educating yourself in the REO market, BPOs, foreclosures, short sales. You should definitely know that as a real estate agent, especially as the market is changing. Now, Michael, you got great energy. There's a wealth of knowledge that you have. Uh, tell me about Club Wealth and how can people work with you? So Club Wealth is the number one coaching and consulting company in the team and brokerage space, although we do have programs for everybody from brand new agents to solo agents to the biggest teams in the country. Uh, every single, We have over 80 coaches, thousands of people in the Club Wealth ecosystem uh, in terms of clients and their team members. Uh, I mean, thousands and thousands, literally. 
uh, and every one of our coaches sells more real estate than the people that they coach, which is unique. And we're the only coaching company on the planet that can say that. Uh, put this in perspective, the typical coaching company out there, their average client does about 20 transactions a year. Our average client does about 200 transactions a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a very different ecosystem with some very, very high producers. Um, and uh, end of the day, it's uh, also the only company that guarantees your success or we give your money back. Uh, and yeah, right. I mean, and nobody's ever asked us for their money back. Never since we've been offering that guarantee and we've offered it since 2007. That being said, how do you get a hold of us? Go to clubwealth.com, clubwealth.com uh, or join our Facebook group. Uh, and uh, it's the Club Wealth Real Estate Agent Mastermind. But I'd start by going to clubwealth.com and uh, check out our blog. There's more free information on that blog. I, you can get our 31 best lead sources right there in our blogs. You can get our uh, all kinds. I, literally, you want to learn how to sell real estate. Start with that blog. It's free. That's it, ladies and gents. You got to take advantage of the opportunities. Try the free stuff. Dip your toes in the water. See what it's like, and then go full force. I mean, that's really what it said. If you're going to be a real estate agent, what Michael is saying is absolutely true. Find someone who has already achieved success and join that team. Find somebody who's training top producers. And here's the best part about joining uh, Club Wealth: is they're not just telling you what to do. They're practicing. Practitioners. They're out there in the market doing what they say they what they want you to do. So it's not like, hey, I believe you should do this, and you know, hopefully, theoretically, it works, dude. 10x the type of uh, the type of results that you want is what's coming out of Club Wealth Coaching. So, Michael, thank you very much for coming on the show. Last question, man. I know this is your round two. What was your experience like on the Business Bros, my friend? Dude, I love it. You know, here's the thing, you guys, what I really love about business pros is you're for real. You know, you're not sugarcoating stuff. You're not all about, hey, let's just give them the same old, same old and, you know, rehash the same crap. It's like, no, let's get real here and let's talk about what it actually takes to succeed. Uh, And guys, that's what you need. You you don't need to hear the company line. You don't need to hear people telling you what their sponsors want you to hear or what they're, you know, whatever you want to, you want to hear what's going to make a difference in your career right now. And, uh, and sometimes Sometimes the truth isn't necessarily what you want to hear, but it's what you need to hear. And that's what you get here. So that's absolutely right. Yeah, man. Thank you very much, ladies and gents. One more time. If you guys want to hear any more, learn from, make sure you guys follow him. I follow Michael on social and you get to see all kinds of cool clips of the stuff that's going on. Just little segments, but little tidbits of that practical, tactical information can take your business to that next level. You can find him at Club Wealth or at Club Wealth with a little underscore at the end for other social media platforms or go to www.clubwealth.com and figure out what's going on and then Join the club, ladies and gents. All right, Michael, thank you very much for being on the show, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you guys again. Manana, peace. And we're out. Thanks for watching The Business Bros. If you're ready to get more clients and want to work with The Business Bro, visit our website, www.businessbros.biz, and click on the Need More Customers button, or learn how to generate more referrals with our video testimonial packages. Go to www.businessbros.biz and start getting more customers.